Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast today. I hope you enjoy it. But first, I want to ask you a question. Are you someone who has high upside potential in your business and yet sometimes that goal is just hard to get to and maybe the only way you've seen to get to it is just to make more calls, you know, work harder? Well, if you're fed up with using old strategies to solve new problems, then I might have a solution. It's my five-day million-dollar seller challenge. We meet one hour a day in a coaching intensive where I will teach you five moves that you can make to scale your results without working harder. To learn more, click the link in the show notes or go to milliondollarsellerchallenge.com. Welcome to the 2X Podcast. Here's your host, Bill Kasky. Hey, 2X comrades. Back at the 2X Podcast, Bill Kasky here. Welcome back for another episode. Hey, um, I wanted to talk to you today about a very simple word called evidence. E-V-I-D-E-N-C-E. Evidence. You know, in our political process here in the United States, we are going through a process right now where the president is being investigated and questioned, and a lot of his aides are on collusion with another government. Anyway, it's kind of a mess. And one of the things that keeps coming up is this question. And by the way, this is not going to be a political podcast. So for those of you who are anxious for me to talk politics, ah, not going to happen today. But the question is, where's the evidence? What is the evidence? Not that it's not there, just what is it? Where is it? And I think the same thing goes for all of us in sales. And I'm going to talk about this on two fronts today. One front is, what is your personal evidence that you're doing the right things, doing all of the right things, doing enough of the right things, avoiding the wrong things as you look to grow your business? We all say that we want to 2X our business. That's why we're listening to this podcast. That's why I'm doing this podcast. That's why I do the 2X group, which is a peer group that I promote from time to time on this broadcast. But the question is, is do you have the evidence to support your ability to 2X your business? It's easy to say, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm making 100 grand now. I'd love to make 200 grand. Well, I'd love to. Well, well, sure you'd love to. What if you have to work twice as hard? Then are you willing to? Probably not. What if you have to do things that are so far outside of your comfort? What do you have to lie? What do you have to lie, cheat, and steal to get to 200 grand? you're not going to do it. It doesn't match your values. It's out of alignment with your values. So the idea that we want to significantly increase our income is one part of the equation. The other part of the equation is what are you willing to do? What's the evidence that you have that A, you can't even do it? You know, if you have a 90% market share right now and you're trying to double your double your revenue, you may not be able to do it. There might not be enough uh, prospects out there. So when a company calls me up, and, and I get the call a lot of times, here's what it sounds like. President calls and says, hey, Bill, I've been listening to your podcasts and reading your blog, and I've watched your video and uh, it, it bought your book or wh- whatever they say. And they say, you know what? I think it's time for us to talk about having you come in and train and work with our sales team. And I'm very grateful for the call. I love those calls. It, it, it tells me that all the content that I'm producing is working, which is a topic of another 2X podcast, and it is working. But here's the problem, is a lot of times when I get that call, I say, okay, well, wh- what are the issues you're having? What, what, what kind of issues? Well, you know what? We're growing at uh, 12% per year, and I think we need to be growing at 18% per year. Okay, great. That's your opinion. Where's the evidence? 
What evidence do you have? And by the way, I'm not. I'm. I'm sort of challenging them here. I'm not doing it in a mean way, even though it may sound a little mean spirited here on this podcast because I'm. I'm not warming it up much. But all I'm looking for is, is there evidence to support A, 18% growth instead of 12%? And B, what's the evidence that we know what the issues are? And a lot of times that evidence does not exist. And it doesn't exist, not because people are bad. It's because we don't think of, we don't think of documenting things like that. I bet if you went into 100 companies today, talked to their VP of sales or sales manager, whatever that sales leader is, and said, hey, uh, what is your closing percentage? What's your closing percentage of the deals you quote to the deals you close and get? I bet you fewer than 20% or less than. Is it fewer than or less than? Less than, fewer than. I think less than 20% of those managers would have any idea at all what their closing percentage was. Well, it becomes a little bit difficult to decide where do I want to work with the people if we don't even know the closing percentage. And I'm not, again, I'm not faulting them for that, kind of. Maybe I am. Yes, I am. I'm saying that what is your evidence? I'm using this as an example. What is your evidence? What is your closing percentage? What are some of the metrics and stats around your business? How many new people do you get in front of a week? If you get in front of six people a week and you close let's say 20% of those, 18%, whatever, you, you close one out of six and you want to double your business, you've got two ways to do it. You can either, actually three ways, you can either, you can double your price, I guess that's one way to do it, but uh, you can either get in front of 12 people a week to close two, which sounds like a lot of work, or you can get in front of the same six people and then either get in front of six better people, more of whom are prospects, or find a way to close the second out of six and raise your double your closing rate from whatever, 20% to 35%. And now you've just doubled your business. So there's lots of ways you can go about 2xing your business, but you got to have the evidence first. And, and people will say, well, what's the, what's the metric? What's the measurement? Nah, okay, it's, me- it's metric, but it's more than that. So here's another example. I had a call from a guy about two weeks ago who was interested in joining the 2X group. Actually, he's in, he's in the group now. But his, his frustration was that he felt he should have been making a lot more money per year in his business. And he was part commission, part salary, probably 70% commission, 30% salary. I think his base was like 50 and he had a chance to make 150, but he still, but he wasn't making it. He, he wasn't getting there. And so we looked at some of the evidence, some of the numbers, some of the metrics, the closing percentage, the number of people he was in front of. And it, it, it didn't really check out so well, but I said, well, one of the things that he needed to be doing is being in front of more people per week or per month. And he just wasn't. He was in front of probably half the number he needed based on his closing percentage and, and some of the other evidence. And he said, well, to be honest with you, I've got a, a call reluctance problem. I'm, I'm not good at calling. I'm not good at cold calling. I'm not good at, good at setting up appointments. And most people would find shame in that. I don't. I find no shame at all in telling the truth about what you're good at and what you're not good at, or what your preferences are. I know when I first got into my business, the training business back in the Stone Ages, I hated cold calling. I still do. I don't do it. 
I just don't do it. If somebody says, hey, uh, you ought to go call uh, John Smith. Is he waiting for my call? No, but, you know, John's a great guy, man. He, he'd be good. You'd be good. He'd, he loves you, and you'd love him, and it'd be great for his company, and he'd bring you in. I said, no, I'm not going to cold call on a guy. He's not waiting for my call. He has no clue who I am because I know you haven't done a good job of introducing. Why don't you introduce me to him? We can go out to lunch. You can send a three-way, three-headed email to introduce us. I am not making cold calls. I find it a total waste of time. And it's frustrating, and I don't enjoy it. So why should I be doing things I don't enjoy? And when I started this business, I hated cold calling. I did it because I didn't have any other venue, but once we started to do fax blasts, and once email came along, and once podcasting came along, I don't do it. And I'm not ashamed of not liking cold calling, and you shouldn't be either. And there are certain things in your sales process. I'm kind of getting a little bit off track here. Can you tell? Certain things in your sales process that you don't like doing. You shouldn't be ashamed of it. But the solution is always within the problem. The solution is always within the problem. So if you don't like cold calling or you have call, let's, let's broaden that out a little bit and say you, don't, you have some call reluctance, then we've got to look at how you're thinking about that and say, how can you totally crush and annihilate call reluctance. You just don't have it anymore. Once you're free to make those calls and you don't have call reluctance, you're going to be a cold calling fool. You're going to be an appointment setting fool. And people will say, "Dad, whatever happened to Johnny here? Man, he was doing, he was terrible. And now all of a sudden he, you can't, he's booking appointments every day. Well, it's because he got rid of the issue. He got rid of the block that was call reluctance. That's why I think it's really important that we set aside the shame that we might feel at having to say that publicly because no salesperson should ever have call reluctance. You know what? Every one of us does. Every one of us does. We burst through it and we say we don't because we wouldn't ever want to show a weak hand, so we just don't ever admit it. What I find is the more you admit something like that, the quicker the road to recovery and to remedy. So there's no shame in looking beyond the evidence then. Once you have the evidence, what's the, what do the numbers show? What's the data show? And then we get down to the personal. So we got the evidence and we got the emotion. And the emotion is where all the fixes are. That's where all the solutions are. So as you look at your business and you look at the evidence of your business and the evidence of whether you can 2x your business, you also have to look at the emotion side too. And the emotion side may be call reluctance. It may be some things that you don't enjoy doing in the sales cycle itself, like talking about money or calling on higher level people. Whatever that is, that's fine. But you got to admit it. Because once you admit it, you get on the road to recovery and remedy. And I know that's a repeat, but it's worth repeating. Because if you're going to 2X your business, you've got to remove all the blocks. Sometimes those blocks are market blocks. You don't have the right uh, website. You don't have the right brochure. You don't have the right clothes to wear. I don't know. Is that, is that a block? Eh, probably could be. But some of them are emotional blocks. I want you to 2X your business. If you're interested in uh, talking to me about the 2X group, you can go to the 2xgroup.com and you can download a, a little brochure there and also set up a 15, 20-minute call with me. I can tell you a little bit about the program. You can tell me what you want to accomplish and we'll get on the road to doing that. I hope you enjoyed today's 2X podcast. See you next time. Bye. You've been listening to the 2X podcast. If you'd like to contact Bill, email him at bill at billkasky.com or follow him on Twitter at Bill Kasky.